What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. My name is Travis Sparks, and I cheer for Illinois Athletics, and I obviously do not deserve good things. And Eric Fry. I have honestly no idea. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. What's up out there? Welcome in, uh, one and all, uh, to another day, uh, to another edition of the uh, starting lineup here. It's Taco Tuesday, whatever you want this Tuesday to be. We're here to help you celebrate, and we're here to talk uh, sports with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you here. And uh, coming up, we got some uh, local sports to uh, hit up on uh, from yesterday, and we got some local schedule for you today for sectional play and regional play continues as well and we'll hit up on those things we'll talk about a major league baseball take a whip around the major leagues from yesterday as the cardinals drop one in extras cubs well they had an we off day lose. we didn't lose so that's a positive you didn't lose didn't lose nope. so uh, that's a good thing. Moral so, victories. <laughs> it's all about those moral victories. So uh, we'll take a look at that and take a look at the matchup for today against the Mets. Yes. Before we get officially underway, Travis, I, I do have a question about the uh, Taco Tuesday. Uh-huh. Nachos. Do you consider nachos part of Taco Tuesday? No. Oh, okay. Just wondering. No. I had nachos for lunch, so I was wondering if I was participating in Taco Tuesday. No, Taco Tuesdays, tacos, not nachos. Mm. No, that right. doesn't that doesn't count. Okay, all right, just double checking. Not in my personal record all right. book. All right, that's all that matters to me. So, and now I'm hungry now, and we just started the show. Sorry, so sorry. Now I'm gonna be grumpy for the next hour Ugh. or so, unless I find a snack around here. Oh, so we'll try to tough it out and battle through it and. Uh, we'll also hit up on the uh, playoffs from uh, last night, the uh, Stanley Cup of playoffs. Looks like they could be on a prefaces of a sweep mm-hmm. as well as the NBA already has one in the books. We'll see uh, what happens uh, tonight if we can have a, another uh, sweep on the uh, books for the association. Double brooms. So, yeah, so uh, we could, after tonight, could have the NBA Finals matchup uh, mm-hmm. set. So uh, we'll take a look at all of those things and 
whatever we get to, uh, we'll get to in the uh, podcast in uh, some sort of a fashion. There was some uh, racing news that you were yep. uh, talking yep. about right before the show that we got into uh, the other day with the uh, all-star race, but this more is like the Indy 500 yes. uh, stuff. So uh, I'm sure we'll get to that mm-hmm. at some point in the uh, podcast. So, of course, you can find that pod wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, and also check out the website, fmradio.com. And you can check out uh, the uh, website for everything, local news, local mm-hmm. sports, and all of those wonderful things over there on fmradio.com. So uh, we got a lot to get to here today on this Tuesday. So uh, let's go in and let's get it started and let's hit it up with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And last night, Denver got the brooms out as it didn't look good for the Nuggets in the uh, first half, mm-hmm. but that's why they play the entire game. I think they took the lead with like four minutes to go in the uh, fourth quarter, and that was pretty much all the bright spots that they had. But, hey, they ended up hanging on, and the Nuggets come out with the win, and they uh, sweep the Lakers. They sweep LeBron right out of the uh, playoffs, and the Denver Nuggets are advancing to uh, the uh, NBA Finals with a 113-111 victory, sweeping the Los Angeles Lakers. They're gone, done, and Nikola Jokic is the MVP of the Western Conference Finals, and he, of course, had a triple-double last night, and the Nuggets are advancing on to the NBA Finals. For the first time in 47 first time seasons ever. as an NBA franchise. No That's franchise right. had gone longer or won more playoff games before their first final appearance than the Nuggets. Hmm. Seasons of first for Denver. Uh, first final appearance. Finished with the best record in the West for the first time. First ever sweep in their 44th playoff series. That's right. They never swept an opponent. They finally hmm. got to do a sweep. And this is the first time the Nuggets will play for a championship, Travis, since 1976, which was the final season of the ABA. Wow. Of the former ABA teams to join the NBA in 76-77, Denver is the only one without a championship in either league. Hmm. So, there you go. Nuggets looking to add to uh, Denver sports team, bringing home the title. Avalanche in 2022 yep. won Lord Stanley's Cup. The Colorado Mammoth won the NLL Championship Finals in 2023 for lacrosse. Oh, the and the University of Denver Pioneers won the 2022 NCAA Men's Ice Hockey Championship. Ooh. So Denver Nuggets trying to add to that esteemed list. Bringing home the hardware. Home trying, the hardware. To, trying to bring home the biggest yes. piece of hardware and in y- the NBA. You mentioned the 15 points that they trailed the half. It's the largest halftime comeback ever to clinch an NBA Finals appearance uh, tied for that. Third largest halftime comeback to complete a sweep in the shot clock era. And it's the second largest blown halftime lead for the Lakers in a playoff game in the shot clock era as LA blew an 18-point lead to the Celtics in the 2008 finals the lakers scored just 38 points after half after dropping Ooh. 73 in the first the 35 point drop off is tied for the fifth largest in nba playoff history Ooh. so uh Jokic, you mentioned travis he's averaging a triple double this mm-hmm. postseason yeah 29.9 points 13.3 rebounds and 10.3 assists this postseason so mm-hmm. obviously he has had a great postseason but lost in this is jamal murray 
They have each scored, the two of them, 25 points in the same game seven times this postseason. That's tied for the second most in mm-hmm. a postseason. So, Yeah, Jamal Murray's definitely been a big part of mm-hmm. this uh, Nuggets postseason run. Uh, of course, being injured uh, a year yep. ago and uh, then now coming back and uh, doing a great things. Jokic getting another triple-double, 30 points, 14 boards, 13 assists, and now that's eight triple-doubles. In these playoffs alone, passing Will Chamberlain for most triple doubles in a postseason. Now, let's talk about the other side. Because we have lots of time to talk about the Nuggets. And I'm glad Jokic got this finally. We said on this show, yeah. is he the best player to never get to the NBA Finals because he's two-time MVP and everything like this? Mm-hmm. Now he's gotten there. Yeah. As the best team in the West. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think, as funny as it is, he did not win the MVP this year. I think this is his best year. Right. And it could have been the best thing for him to yeah. not win the MVP. It made him angry. It Gave made him, him have motivation. something to prove. Yeah. Right. And they were also talking about on the broadcast about he just amplifies the making everyone else better yes. around That's you. That's what he does. And he did it last night. Too. I mean, Aaron Gordon's dropping triples out there. He's yeah. three for five from beyond the arc, and he had 22 points to go along with Jokic and Murray there. And you mean slam dunk champion Aaron Gordon? Yeah, yeah. Didn't know he could make a three. Dropping threes. Didn't know he could make three one, of them, let alone attempt one. Yeah, he attempted five. Oh, <laughs> expanding the range. Expanding yeah, the game. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's talk about uh, the Lakers real quick. All right. Their season's about, over. Their season's talk over. about the Lakers. So we got to talk about it. LeBron, 40 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. He passed Carl Malone as the oldest player in NBA history to score 40 points in a playoff game. It's the eighth time that LeBron has scored 40 while facing elimination, the most of any player, but it's the third time of those eight games that he's lost. So almost mm. half the games you've lost when you scored 40 in an elimination game. That's not great. Uh, 31 of LeBron's 40 points came in the first half, a career high for any playoff half. He shot four of 12 in the second half, Travis. Yeah. He played all but four seconds in the game. It's his second most minutes played as a member of the Lakers. And it's the third times that LeBron's team has been swept and the first before the NBA Finals. Hmm. Yeah, that's what was so uh, great about that uh, first half for uh, the Lakers was LeBron playing uh, the entire first half there. And I think it was all about four seconds there in the, the first mm-hmm. half. But uh, then coming out in the second half, only scoring uh, yep. nine points and end up with 40. Uh, you would have liked to have seen a better second half after such a great performance uh, there in the first half. But, uh, yeah, it ultimately just fell apart. Uh there in the, mm-hmm. in the second for LeBron and company. Now, I'm not going to take anything away from the Lakers this season because the fact they got this far is pretty remarkable. Yeah. If you remember, Travis, they were the last team to win a game this season. They started off 0-5. Mm-hmm. And who'd they beat to get their first win of the year? The Nuggets. The Nuggets. So how fitting that their first win and their last game comes against the same team. Um, mm. They were also the first time ever that a LeBron James team had the outright worst record in the league. Travis, they started 2-10 and ten to begin the year. Ooh. That yeah, is so not great. It was, it was a nice comeback for them. It, it was. And since the play-in tournament, no team had come out of it, to, uh, gone on to win a playoff series at all. Now, obviously, you have the Heat, who are doing yeah. what they're doing. We'll talk about that later. But also, the Lakers have won two series as well. So that's definitely an accomplishment. And then... 
Travis, after the trade deadline, they had the best record in the West. They were 18 and 8. Mm-hmm. That is remarkable. It's good. He had uh, LeBron ended the season at 28.9 points per game. That is the most by a player in their 20th season, a record that uh, previously was held by Kobe Bryant when he averaged 17.6 points per season. So, um, but here's the problem in the playoffs, Travis. I said he averaged 28.9 points per game. He averaged 24 and a half in the playoffs. Mm. That's not good. And he no. shot 26% from three point range, the lowest by any player since LeBron in 2015. <laughs> Let's be fair. LeBron's never won for knowing going for threes. That's not his game. No. But LeBron did pass Derek Fisher for the most series wins all time. So he's got that. Mm, but there is that. Let's talk about what he said. Yeah. So uh, after the game and the uh, press conference, he uh, was kind of uh, cryptic about his uh, potential future. Mm-hmm. Uh, when asked about the uh, next season for the Lakers, 2023, 2024. And he basically said, I've got a lot to think about just for me personally going forward with the game of basketball. I've got to think about it after being eliminated and asked about contemplating walking away from the game. So he's got a lot to think about over the summer. I've, I, I know he has stated lots of times he wants to play in the NBA with his kid. Yep, with Bronny. He, he, has, he, has been, he hasn't been shy about that. Mm-hmm. But, Travis, I, I think he needs to hang it up. He needs to be done, huh? I I think so. I mean, this he's, season... He's got nothing left to prove. He has nothing left to prove. This season, taking that Lakers team, like I said, started 2-10, and 10, was the last team to win, and carrying it to the postseason, carrying it through two rounds as a seven seed. Mm-hmm. But I know he won't. His body could tell him. His friends could tell him. His family could tell him. We could all tell him. Yeah. He doesn't want to go out getting swept. Right. Yeah. He does not want to go out like that. Now, here's my problem. We're getting into uncharted territory when you start talking about LeBron and his possibly 21st season. Right. He already missed 55 games or played only 55 games this year. Played 56 last year. I know part of that is load management, but it's also injuries and wear and tear. Hmm. You also look at Travis on this Lakers team. Dennis Schroeder's a free agent. D'Angelo Russell's a free agent. Tristan Thompson's a free agent. And Austin Reeves and Hachimura are restricted free agents. And you know they're going to get paid by somebody. Right, yeah. So if I'm Russell Hachimura and uh, Reeves, yeah, the Lakers can only play or pay so many people. Yeah, they can only pay two. Yeah, I, I, probably, and that isn't even bringing in anyone to help LeBron. Mm-hmm. So if I'm LeBron, I'm looking at this team. I'm going, what am I going to get out of AD? You know, someone was uh, in attendance for the entire Western Finals. Who was that? Kyrie. Oh, he was courtside last night. Well, there's your replacement for Russell if he's going to mm-hmm. take a pay cut. He'd have to take a pay cut because with the play of Austin Reeves and Hachimura, those two won the Warriors series. Yeah. I mean, especially Reeves. Yeah. He had a great year postseason. You can't let them go. No. So 
It's going to be who's going to take a pay cut and what are you going to get out of it? And mm-hmm. if I'm LeBron, do I want to go back to that? Is the headache worth it? Yeah, because it's all you of this know, worth it. You know. In my head, I'm going, we just tried this with Russell Westbrook. And it didn't work and out. It didn't work. And Kyrie's even more of a headache because of mm. all the negativity press-wise he brings you. Yeah. Why? At, his, at LeBron's age, why? Why am I doing that? Yeah. And like I said, he already has nothing else left this, to prove. I mean, yeah, he might be chasing more rings, but uh, he already's got the scoring title yep. and whatnot. And yep. that final goal, that final aspiration of playing with uh, with Bronny. Um, now maybe he's kind of well, softened on that a little bit. All right, Travis, but here's what I was going to say. You know, there's another player who some would say is a great player who hung it up for a couple of years and then came back. It's true. So why not take a year or two off, rest up your body, and give it another season with your son? One season. Yeah. I. Why not? Last night when I heard those comments and saw the uh, press conference, I thought that that would be the perfect plan mm-hmm. to – Take a, a year off. Yep. And rest up the body. Yep. And rest up the mind. Yep. As well. And go watch your son play yep. basketball at yep. college. Yep. And An just enjoy being LeBron a dad. He never got to deal with. He never got that college atmosphere at a basketball game where right. he was invested in a team. Yes, I know he liked Ohio State football, but as far as a basketball court and possibly a NCAA tournament, he never experienced that in any level. Yeah. Why not just, go experience that as a dad yeah, just and go be, be dad. proud of your kid? And if you think then that you can rest up and then come back, then come back. Right. Plus, again, and... Travis, you have to wonder if the Lakers are telling him, go, we can get a couple pieces here, but we may not be that good. So we can get an early draft pick. Mm-hmm. So we can get we can get your kid. Yeah. Right. And I guess I would all kind of depend on whether a Bronny would be good enough to be a one and done player, be good enough. Like when I was driving in here, I heard, uh, or I was catching, mm-hmm. uh, Greeny a little bit and they were on with Kenny Smith and they asked him just straight up about that question about waiting a year, taking a gap year. Uh, and, Kenny Smith didn't think that the Bronny was that one and done type of player that, I mean, I don't know if it's true about they have the number one point guard already mm-hmm. at USC and that's kind of what Bronny uh, plays already. So who's to say he's going to get a lot of playing time there with uh, a number one recruit at USC. Here's, here's all right, Travis, this is going to sound, I don't know, but we all know LeBron <laughs> wants to be Jordan. <laughs> We know the comparisons between the two. Yeah. We know there are arguments and debates about it, not between you and me, but between a lot of the public. What an ending to LeBron's story it would be if he took a year, maybe two, year or two off. Mm. He's still going to be playing basketball. Let's not say that he's just going to go home and sit on the couch. Well, sure. He's going to keep playing. Mm, he'd be 40, though. 
And he came back for one season with his son in Cleveland. And if he won the title there after that... Yeah, I think a title would be more. Would it would be so much more, especially doing it in that city with his son. Yeah, well, let's just play with your son first before we uh, add a winning a championship to that. But that's the thing, though, Travis. If Cleveland can find a way to get Bronny, they have a good team there. Yeah, LeBron doesn't have to do the heavy lifting. That's the thing. LeBron cannot. I, I'm going to say it. LeBron can't be the one on a championship team anymore. He is yeah. not that. Yeah. His body will not let him be that. It's kind of like Tiger Woods. He's he's still good, but he's not what he was. Mm. LeBron's still good. He's still a top 10 player in the league when he's healthy. Right. He's just not what he was. He can't be the guy he's to carry a team. He's yeah. 38 years old, so He can't be the guy to carry a team. We saw that you 40 10 and 9 and it wasn't enough. Yeah. Triple double game 1 wasn't enough. Everything right. he did he did what he could. Mm-hmm. He couldn't carry this team to the to the championship. Yeah. Whereas 3 4 5 6 mm-hmm. years ago, LeBron could carry a team. I mean, you think about that first year he made the NBA Finals in Cleveland, not when they won it, but when he first made there Igauskas and and Kyle Korver and Guys who shouldn't be on a team, and he carried that team to the championship. Yeah, and they got swept. They did get swept. I'm not saying that they (laughs) didn't, but LeBron couldn't even get them to the championship. Yeah, This Laker team with another quote-unquote superstar. Yeah. I'd say this roster is better than that Cleveland roster and couldn't get to to the, the championship game. Couldn't win a game it's in the probably, fi- in the Western Conference Finals. Would probably be close. Oh no, Mm-mm. I'm I'm looking this up right now. <laughs> well, uh, why you do that? Uh, of course, uh, Brian Winhorse has been a guy that's covered LeBron almost exclusively, and that was kind of where some of the comments came from uh, when he was asked about potentially. Uh, walking away from the game. And uh, that was also another thing that I heard on ESPN yesterday talking about what you just said about LeBron possibly. Uh, well, they brought up coming off the bench him kind of being a six-man uh, type of role at his uh, point in his career. But you're talking about one of the greatest of all time. Whether you want to say he's one or two, he's still one of the greatest of all time. Yes. And he's going to have to come off the bench or, or whatnot. That would be a hit to the ego a little bit to possibly – get into that role and whatnot but mm, who knows if that would uh, happen but if you take a year or two off that would probably one thing that you could do uh from that point the starting lineup that they had the most in that season travis was drew gooden larry hughes igowskis and eric snow ah the ghost of eric snow yeah (laughs) next one the next gooden yes the next most popular one you stub out eric snow for pavlovic who? I don't know. Hmm. Sasha Pavlovic. Yeah, household Played name. 10 years. There's a lot of jerseys up there. Yeah. <laughs> he He's a journeyman. For, he played for quite a few teams. Other people on that team, Travis? Uh, Larry Hughes. 
Yeah. Uh, Danny Gibson. Yeah, Booby Gibson. And Anderson Verjao. Mm-hmm. Ah, this Verjao. is This Laker team is better. Reeves is playing better at the end of the year than any of those other players I said. Hachimura is playing better than just about any of those players I said. AD? Are you going to say that well, yeah, Igauskas? AD is automatically better than anyone. Anyone else there? Yeah. D'Angelo Russell, sure. I would say, is probably better than either Eric Snow or Larry Hughes. Hmm. Or Igauskas. But we're just talking Russell, position. Russell didn't play well. <laughs> he didn't play well. In, the, in this series. No, he didn't. I'll give you that. Show up at all. But I still will argue that this Laker team is better and he couldn't carry him. Now, is that because possibly the Nuggets were better than any team the Cavs faced that postseason? Possibly. I'm not going to say that's not a, a possibility there. Right. But uh, LeBron that year, he beat the uh, the Pistons and yep. he single handedly did that. And, uh, you know, the Pistons uh, core at that time was aging as yep. well. And that's kind of where LeBron is yep. in his career. I just keep going back to it. That was when he was young, and now he can't carry the team because he's 38 years old, for goodness sakes. Well, so. don't forget, Travis, in the clinching game of that Pistons series you were talking about, they were down 2-0, came back, won four straight, and it was Danny Gibson who had 31 points in game six to clinch it for the Cavs. Ooh. That's something a lot of people forget. Yeah. I remember game five. but Game no. five, LeBron had 48, yeah. Yeah. But, nope, Danny Gibson was the guy who clinched it. Hmm. Got the win in game six. That's right. Hey, that's um, what you do. You and, step up and be the player. Yep, and uh, the Nuggets, just a better team and get the sweep. And uh, now we'll be playing for the uh, NBA championship. And who will they be playing against? Well, it'll either be uh, Boston getting swept tonight or it'll be uh, the Miami Heat. It will be the Heat. And we'll uh, maybe explore that a little bit uh, later more. But we're up against it. And uh, we'll step away and we'll return and talk in some uh Baseball, local sports, baseball and a softball uh, postseason. And that's coming up next here on the Star Lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank and Totopolis Sigel in Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Has anyone ever told you that you look like your father? If you answered yes, you could win a fantastic prize pack this Father's Day thanks to 95.7 WCRC. 
along with Barlow Lock and Security, John Boost Factory Showroom and Outlet, Wabash Communications Fiber, Wente Plumbing, First National Bank of Brownstown, and Netty's Distinctive Lighting. All you have to do is submit a father-child photo. Get your entries in now. The winner will receive a prize pack worth over $300. For all contest details and to submit your photo, visit EffinghamRadio.com. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. And now, the starting lineup. And wouldn't I love to see number 25 off of Albert's bat go into the street. The pit. Swing and hello, 4th of July. Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Kerry Wood knocked him down. And now Albert looks at him as he goes around first. He gives him a glare. Say, Take a little whiff of that, big boy. And now, Kerry Wood takes a look at Albert as he touches them off. Give it to him, big boy. Give it to him. That's how you play baseball. On 98.9 The Game. Hello, 4th of July. Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Big boy. Big boy. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9, the uh, game ESPN radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. Let's talk some uh, local sports here now, and uh, let's talk about uh, one regular season game uh, that uh, finished up, and it was the last one of the uh, regular season for the FEM Hearts as they'll start regional play later on uh, this week, but uh, they got one uh, last home game in, and it was FEM handing Centralia a 3 to 2 defeat as Centralia they scored two runs in the third and FEM got one back in the bottom half of that inning and then FEM tied it up 
there in the uh, seventh, and it was a walk-off in the bottom of the eighth. It was a walk-off home run by Cam Raditz to give FEM the uh, win on the last day of the regular season, winning it 3-2. to two. Uh, Harper gets the win in relief. He went two innings, giving up only one hit, and strike out three uh, batters uh, there. Coberline got the uh, start in that one. He went four innings, giving up five hits, a couple runs, and a three Ks as well. Donaldson and Hull had a relief appearances as well for the Hearts. Uh, the other RBI uh, was credited by Harper uh, there for the Hearts. So, uh, like I said, they'll begin regional play later on this weekend. That was the only action in high school baseball from yesterday in the regular season, at least, in a 3A only uh, regional play got started there, and the 6-seed Mattoon got the win over the 9-seed Olney, and they shut him out 10-0. to And in the Muhammad Seymour Regional, it was the 9-seed Danville getting the win over the 8-seed Rantoul by the final of a 6-4. to And the Rochester Regional, the 10-seed Decatur Eisenhower, Defeats the 9 seed Decatur MacArthur 15 to 10. In softball from 3A yesterday in the Centralia Regional, it was the 8 seed Centralia over the 7 seed Olney. And this one was a closely contested game and a pitcher's duel, and it was 1 to a nothing final score there and that was all the action from yesterday we got uh, some more uh, softball uh, sectionals getting underway today here in class 1a the south central uh, sectional the number one uh, seed uh, there south central uh, they will be taking on the uh, two seed of windsor stew straws so a battle of ntc teams there in the sectional semifinals and that will be at uh, four o'clock today there in Farina, and uh, the winner will advance to the uh, championship game, the sectional championship game on a Friday, and they'll wait the winner of the uh, Casey and Altamont uh, matchup. That will take place on Wednesday at 4 o'clock. The Tuscola sectional, we had uh, two uh, semifinal games uh, there today and uh, this evening. We got the number one seed, Villa Grove. They're taking on the two seed, Leroy. That game uh, starts at uh, 4 30 and then uh, the other semifinal matchup it's the number one seed Hayworth as uh, they'll take on uh, the uh, three seed uh, Salt Fork there at uh, 6 30 tonight in a uh, class 2a the uh, Tolono Unity a uh, sectional the number one seed uh, St. Anthony uh, they will uh, take on the three seed of uh, Bloomington as uh, Central Catholic there at 4 30 in a uh, Tolono and then uh, the number one seed of uh, Tolono Unity will take on the two seed of uh, Marshall at uh, 6 o'clock, and uh, the winner of uh, that game will take on the winner of the other one on a Saturday at 11 a.m. for the uh, sectional championship there in uh, Tolono. And in a Class 3A regional play continues there in softball in the Centralia Regional. It's the 2-seed Charleston against the 8-seed as Centralia 430. Mohammed Seymour Regional, it's the 2-seed Rantoul versus the 7-seed Urbana at 5 o'clock. Taylorville Regional, two games there. The number one seed at Chatham Glen one against the eight seed at Springfield at Southeast at 430. And the four seed Taylorville against the five seed at Decatur MacArthur at 6 o'clock. And the Mount Zion Regional, you have the number one seed there, Mount Zion, taking on the eight seed Decatur Eisenhower at 430. And a battle of the uh, uh, Champagnes, four seed at Champagne at Central against the five seed at Champagne at Centennial at 
6 o'clock there in Mount Zion. And uh, FEM, softball and baseball, both will be uh, tomorrow uh, games there for their uh, regional play uh, there. So uh, we'll update you there on the uh, scores and the schedule. And if you want to follow along there at home and uh, check it out on the website under the local sports tab, uh, there as local sports season coming to a close as the uh, local teams are windling, dwindling down here as we go along in postseason mm-hmm. play uh, there. So we'll be back to report about the scores tomorrow and we'll see who advances on to the sectional championships later on today. And right now we're going to step away and we're going to come back talking about uh, some uh, more baseball. It's at the major league level. We'll talk about that Cardinal loss from last night and get you set for the schedule today. Coming up next here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Our client's success is our success. When you're in business, planning a marketing strategy and keeping up with marketing trends can be tough. At Cromwell Media in Effingham, we get that, but we're here to help. That's what we do. Current marketing specialists at Cromwell Media in Effingham have years of experience helping local businesses grow. We've built many great relationships. Sound like something you'd like to be a part of? Cromwell Media offers a great opportunity to work with local businesses to help them grow. Experience is preferred, but we'll work with you if you're not. Main thing is to build relationships and to help people. We have the tools it takes to get you to the next level. So if you're ready for a rewarding career, we'd love to talk to you. Full or part-time positions available. For more information, go to effinghamradio.com or email your resume to sheila.myers at cromwellmedia.com or drop off at 405 South Banker, Suite 201 in Effingham. Equal opportunity, affirmative action employer. Buffalo Bills Center of the West in Cody, Wyoming welcomes you as you enter Yellowstone Park's east entrance. Five museums in one and the greatest firearms museum anywhere. Welcome to the West. Buffalo Bills Center of the West, Cody, Wyoming. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Susan has always wanted to live in a chateau. I like a certain je ne sais quoi. While Jake is more into the Cape Cod style home. It's a classic look. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Susan and Jake found a Cape Cod style home where they will only speak French. Bonjour, je t'aime, uh, merci beaucoup, and uh, cordon bleu. You'll get better with time. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! (laughs) Turns out he likes to do it by feel. Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, trunk lids, license plate holders, and headlights. (laughs) They've got lots of headlights. When you need parts, get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. eBay Motors. Let's ride. 
Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And now, shut up. I'm so tired of spoiled, privileged kids thinking that they deserve something. They don't deserve anything. You earn it. Shut up. With your 256,000 signatures, who gives a crap? They're most probably bots anyways. The starting lineup. Hi, my name is Eric. And I live in Aurora, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Aurora. Excellent. I've had plenty of day jobs. Aurora. Nothing I'd call a career. I'll say this. I have an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets. It's from Wayne's World. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? On 98.9 The Game. Eric, Frank Sports Center update. The Bears have locked down their fourth-round draft pick from the 2023 NFL Draft. The team agreed to a four-year deal with former Texas running back Rashawn Johnson yesterday. The Bears used the 115th pick in last month's draft to select Johnson, who rushed for 554 yards and five touchdowns with the Longhorns last season. Chicago signed all of its picks from the 2023 draft outside of second-rounders Gervin Dexter and Tranique Stevenson. In other team news, the Bears held their first OTA session yesterday, and they continue off-season workouts today. The owner of the Indianapolis Colts is hoping to get the Washington Commanders sold by the start of the regular season. Jameer say, said during the spring owners meeting that the transaction is completed, uh, complicated and needs more work before the NFL Finance Committee recommends the owners vote for approval. Commanders co-owners Dan and Tanya Snyder reached an agreement with a group led by Josh Harris on May 12th for $6.05 billion. In other related news, the Colts are reportedly satisfied with the league's inquiry into alleged attempts by the Commanders to seek information on the availability of retired quarterback Andrew Luck. The NFL is reviving an old rule. On Monday, league owners approved a rule that allows teams to designate an emergency quarterback on game day. The rule comes on the heels of the NFC Championship game when the San Francisco 49ers ran out of quarterbacks in their loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. The rule will only apply to quarterbacks who are on a team's 53-man roster, which means practice squad players are not eligible to be emergency quarterbacks, even if they are elevated for that week's game. Welcome back in. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hit there. As the NFL also made another announcement where the uh, 2025 draft. Oh, don't worry. I got that. Be, we so. just didn't get to it today. Well, I figured we got, I figured you had it on the list. Listen so. in the pod. So we'll uh, We're teasing. talk about that in the uh, podcast. Uh, let's head up on uh, some. Great choice. Uh, oh, yeah. Fantastic choice. Uh, there. Let's take a look at uh, some uh, baseball from uh, last night. As the uh, Reds, they won it in the extras there, as uh, they won a six to five over the uh, Cardinals last night. But uh, that guy did it again. Paul DeYoung. Yep. Goes deep in the second inning. His eighth home run of the season. And four RBIs. Yeah, I know. If only you could get some help from someone else. Anyone I else? Know. Anyone. One. Anyone else couldn't get a clutch hit uh, there uh, late with the uh, game tied at five uh, there. I know Norlin Gorman had a clutch double uh, there. Uh, Newbar uh, had an, the other RBI that was credited with the uh, Cardinals. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, again, Jordan Montgomery not very uh, sharp last night. Again, nope. it was four innings, giving up seven hits, four and runs, three walks. And a home run, and that home run came early on, and they got to him early, and uh, often they're scoring two in the first inning, and then uh, DeYoung uh, actually gave the Cardinals the lead, three to two, uh, with that three-run home run that he had in the second inning, and then 
it was kind of like it was all reds at that point, even though I was kind of back and forth, but I uh, just couldn't um, put one across. Lousy Wilson Contreras. Yeah, I know. What did he do? He was catching back there. Yeah, he didn't even uh, He didn't even uh, get a hit. He yeah. just walked. And he then he, he called a bad game for Jordan Montgomery. And yeah. That's uh, pretty simple to me. Old, uh, old Kisner back there. He was one for two to play with a walk as well. There you go. So he's getting some help from someone. Yeah, but uh, not all, enough. Not enough, and the offense was all Paul DeYoung, but nobody else uh, helping him out. So uh, same start time tonight for the uh, pregame show here on 98.9, 4:45. First pitch to uh, follow. 5:30 is when the uh, game broadcast will uh, kind of officially. Uh, kick off there, and Wainwright will be on the mound for the uh, Cards uh, tonight against Ashcraft for the uh, Reds mm-hmm. um, there as well. As also yesterday, I was listening to the uh, pregame, and the pregame was dominated uh, by uh, just uh, tributes of that longtime uh, beat writer, yes, uh, Mr. Hummel. Kamish is what he was a known uh, beat writer for the uh, Post Dispatch. Uh, there and it was a nice moment before the game. The Reds had a moment of silence and uh, left a little rose and a spot in the booth for him and also Mike Shannon as well. So I was gonna say, uh, are we still waiting on that patch, Travis? Still waiting, still okay. waiting on the patch. Maybe we can get a patch for uh, Kamish, but uh, still waiting on that patch. Okay. Just so, uh, yep. Uh, elsewhere from the uh, major leagues, it was uh, the Guardians getting a shutout of the uh, White Sox and White Sox nineteen and a thirty now. Not good after that a shutout. Hey, the Pirates they win six to four over the uh, Rangers. Uh, the Diamondbacks, yeah, I know, right? Uh, the Diamondbacks six to three over the uh, Phillies. Azarius uh, Guriel fifteen game hitting streak. Uh, now hmm. for the Diamondbacks as he powers the way over Philadelphia. Uh, the Rays, they won a 6-4 to four over the uh, Blue Jays. Uh, the Dodgers, 8-6 to six over the uh, Braves in Atlanta. And Freddie Freeman, yep. of course, it would be Coming him. Yep. Three-run home run. And he was the uh, one that had the go-ahead home run uh, there in the homecoming uh, this season mm-hmm. uh, for Freddie there. Uh, the Tigers, they win in extras over the Royals, 8-5, to five as uh, Baez clears the bases in the 10th inning uh, there. Why, by striking out? Hits. No, he got a base hit. Oh. Base hit double. Sorry, I didn't know. Bases clearing double. I didn't know Baez could hit it. I guess so. I guess he can hit Royals pitching. Oh, well, I mean, let's be fair, Travis. <laughs> that Royals it pitching you're Kansas coming City. up to see. Yeah. Uh, the Astros, uh, they were all over the Brewers, 12-2. to two. Yeah, don't As... worry about the Astros. Remember at one point we were worried about them? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're playing much better now. Much better. And mm, Corbin Burns, five earned runs, five. Um, that was five Ks. Yep. Four homers, though. Yeah, eight straight wins so, for the Astros. Mm, yeah, they'll look down. Here yep. comes the Astros and uh, Jose Altuve. Uh, maybe back sooner yep. than expected as well. So uh, it was the uh, Giants getting the win over the uh, Twins of 4-1. to one. It was the Rockies 5-3 to three over the uh, Marlins. 
the Angels win a 2-1 over the Red Sox. And the Mariners get the win over the A's, 11-2. There as Luis Castillo picks up the win for Seattle there. Going six innings, giving up four hits, no runs, and eight strikeouts to lead the way. And get the win over the only A's, 10-39 and on the season are Oakland. So... Uh, that was it uh, from uh, last night, so uh, let's uh, move on. Uh, today I already talked about the uh, Cardinals-Reds, but uh, the Cubs, they got the uh, day off, and they're welcoming the uh, Mets to town as it's Singa going for New York tonight and Drew Smiley on the mound for Chicago. Yep. So. Not a lot to get excited about there. No. I mean, Singa, 3.77 ERA. Smiley, 4-1, 2.86 ERA. Yeah, I still don't believe in him that much, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. No one bothered to ask me my opinion. <laughs> so. uh, other games, uh, the White Sox uh, cease going uh, for them against the uh, Guardians. Evaldi going for the Rangers against the Pirates. And Rich Hill on the mound for yeah. uh, Pittsburgh. So maybe we might look out uh, for the Rangers to hit a home run on Dinger Tuesday. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. Uh, let's see here. Barrios going for Toronto against the uh, Rays. Garrett Cole, he's 5-0 and on the season. He's against the Orioles uh, tonight. Uh, Padres are in uh, Washington. Take on the Nationals. You Darvish going for San Diego. Spencer Strider on the mound for the uh, Braves against the Dodgers. That one's on TBS All right. tonight. Uh, Tigers-Royals. Uh, Rodriguez, he had a good uh, game the other day or mm-hmm. uh, the last time out. He'll be going for Detroit. Um, let's see here. Uh, Cobb going for the Giants against Sonny yeah, that's Gray. That's a good pitching matchup. 1.94 ERA for Alex Cobb and Sonny Gray. 4-0. and 1.64 ERA. So. Over-under is at 8. I think you may want to go under on that one. Yeah, runs could be at a premium. Marlins, uh, Rockies, uh, Perez going for Miami. Um, and that's it. The other yeah. two pitching matchups are right. not great. Nope. So Nope, they are not. Uh, but also stick around in the uh, pod because it's Tuesday. Yep. That means it's Dinger Tuesday. That's right. So we'll uh, try to uh, tell you who is going to hit a home run tonight. We've been great thus far this season. Emphasis on try. Yeah. Uh, try to narrow down our expertise on who's going to hit homers. Mm-hmm. And that's what we'll try to do for Dinger Tuesday in the uh, pod. But, uh, we started out the uh, show talking about uh, the NBA, so uh, let's uh, close out talking more about the uh, NBA and NHL playoffs to uh, close out the show here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. There's a right way and a wrong way to fight off mosquitoes. Karate chopping the air in a public place 
in front of your kids and their friends Mom. is the wrong way. Using stem mosquito repellent is the right way. Stem effectively repels mosquitoes by harnessing active ingredients found in plants like lemongrass and peppermint, making it safe for use as directed around people and pets. Stem, rooted in nature, optimized by science, and embarrassment-free. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. Visit FanDuel.com slash play. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-800- 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. And now, already been postponed. Didn't think a hockey game was possible to get postponed, but I guess due to some inclement weather uh, coming in, it is. How about that? Something's not right. You don't say. The starting lineup. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. On 98.9 The Game. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. Starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9. We'll just say a little bit longer. Stick around in the uh, pod. We got those uh, dinger Tuesdays uh, to uh, talk about as more uh, racing stuff. Yes. Uh, as well, coming up in the uh, pod as well. And Including some very important numbers coming up. It just came out. NFL news and notes. Yep. As well. This day in sports history. And that's all coming up in the uh, pod. But right now, let's uh, close out the Trusher Show talking about more playoff action. Last night in the uh, Stanley Cup of playoffs, it was uh, Florida. They do it again. They're on the verge of a sweep as they take the commanding 3-0 series lead over the Hurricanes. And it was uh, quite the hockey game there. It was one to nothing was the final. It didn't even go into overtime. So the first game in four or five games in a row for the conference finals, this one doesn't go into OT, but uh, still only a one to nothing uh, score there. Uh, Bavarovsky has been a great for the uh, Panthers in this series and getting the shutout, 32 saves uh, for him last night. And Brooks Kepka was in attendance last night up in the uh, booth with the uh, PGA Championship trophy. Hmm. Apparently, you know, living in Florida, he's a big Panther guy, I guess. Oh. That's a strike against him for me. And uh, he was in the uh, Panther uh, tire there. And who knows? Possibly 
I don't know if I was reading the internet wrong. He could be in attendance for tonight's game for the NBA as oh, well. So yeah. busy week for him. And then, of course, live with the uh, events going on in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, there this weekend as well. So uh, 3-0 series lead for Florida there. And on the other side, we got the Western Conference Finals tonight, Game 3, and the Knights. They have the 2-0 series lead as the series shifts to uh, Dallas. So we'll see if, just like the NBA, both teams uh, could go up 3-0 there. And the conference finals on the NHL side could uh, go up 3-0 as well. I love if all the conference finals just were sweeps. Man, that would be so crazy. Like, what are the odds of that happening? Yeah, not very. Uh, and uh, speaking of uh, 3-0 series leads, that's what game four tonight in the Eastern Conference of Finals. Who will meet the uh, Nuggets? Will the Heat complete the sweep and uh, defeat the Celtics tonight there in Miami? You already mentioned at the uh, top of the show. You think it's over? Yeah, let's get the funeral march music going. Let's get the uh, the casket and the pallbearers out. Is because... it also the end of an era for Boston? Could Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown be split after the season? I don't know if I'm willing to go that far yet, mm-hmm. but I do think that this Boston team is done. Yeah, roasted. I have not looked good. I uh, probably all series long. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe a flash for game one, but that's about it's it. Been all heat here, and they destroyed them last game. So uh, the Heat favored by one and a half points in this one uh, tonight at home. So still ESPN, they predicted at the start of the series, 97% the Celtics had a chance to advance to the uh, finals. And, well, they're down 3-0. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they need to call David Ortiz and Johnny Damon and all those crew for coming back for a 3-0 yep. series. They need, to, they need to do something. Find the juju. And to think, Travis, none of this would be happening if the Bulls just beat the Heat in the playing game. I know. Really, the... We could have been there. Yeah, the we Bulls. We could have been there. This could have been us. Ah. This could have been you. Jeez. But it's not. So, nope. Uh, 7.30 tonight on a TNT for the game with Boston and Miami. We'll see if Boston's season comes to a close this evening. Yes. As... I was a little worried about my prediction of the series being over last night, but Nuggets finally got it together. And uh, I would uh, agree with you here that uh, let's just get this over with and yeah. let's get the finals uh, Let's get everyone well rested so that we don't have the excuse of, oh, we're we're not rested. And probably we're like, tired. Let's, let's just get this ready. NBA finals in like eight days yep. or whatever. Lots of time. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> we'll uh, see what happens tonight if we're talking about another sweep tomorrow. So uh, that'll do it for us here. It was still probably more NBA talk about uh, LeBron and the Lakers and his future coming up next on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry is up uh, first before Canty and Carlin later today. So uh, stay tuned for that. And, of course, Cardinal game tonight at 445 pregame show here on 98.9. So uh, catch that later on today and uh, tonight, and we'll be back for you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome in to the podcast. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Coming up, we got some NFL news and the notes mm-hmm. to get up on. We got some racing news to hit up on. We got Dinger Tuesday to predict and this date in sports history as well. Coming up here in the pod, but first for you, tell you that. Is there anything on sports there that you wanted to clean up? Yeah, uh, the Bucks are setting up several interviews with potential coaching candidates. ESPN reports Nick Nurse. Kenny Atkinson and Adrian Griffin are all meeting with Milwaukee this week. Nick Nurse, of course, was recently let go by the Raptors and is considered the top candidate for the Suns and 76ers job. Atkinson is an associate head coach with the Golden State Warriors, while Griffin is an associate with the Raptors. NFL legend Tom Brady is one step closer to owning part of the Las Vegas Raiders. Reports say that Brady's purchase of a stake in the team from owner Mark Davis has been agreed to and sent to the league for approval. Brady recently also bought his share of the WNBA's Las Vegas Aces, which was also owned by Davis. Brady announced his retirement in February after playing 23 seasons in the NFL and winning seven Super Bowls. He is set to debut as Fox lead analyst in 2024. The Super Bowl is officially coming to the Bay Area. The NFL announced on Monday that the 49ers Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara will be the host of Super Bowl 60 in 2026. It will be the second Super Bowl played at Levi's Stadium after Super Bowl 50 was hosted there in 2016. 49ers team president Al Guido said that he's, quote, confident Super Bowl 60 will be a terrific event that benefits the entire community, end quote. Las Vegas and New Orleans will host the next two Super Bowls heading up to San Francisco in 2026. Speaking of hosting something, Travis, the NFL Draft is heading to one of the league's most historic sites. The league has announced that the 2025 NFL Draft will be held in Green Bay, Wisconsin. The Packers said the draft will take place, quote, inside and around iconic Lambeau Field and Titletown, end quote. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said the NFL fans will be, quote, treated to an incredible week-long experience that shows off the city of Green Bay and the state of Wisconsin, end quote. The league began moving the draft to different cities in 2015 after a long stretch in New York City. Yep. You go from Kansas City Mm -hmm. to Green Bay. Yeah. (laughs) I... Yeah, not a f- Nashville, Party Town, USA, yeah. and New York. <laughs> before that, Chicago, we've been to. Yeah, I mean, I guess Green Bay is comparable to Cleveland, right? Yeah, there's a, at, they're both pretty bad, but at least in Cleveland, there's stuff to do. Yeah, there is. What are you doing in Green Bay? And not a lot. Eating cheese and drinking beer. There's not a lot. Not a lot to do. I'm sure. I've got bratwurst. I'm sure when the Packers are not around, I'm sure it's a pretty nothing happening town. Now, I will say this, Travis. 2025, Packers won't be good in 2023. May get better in 2024, but not by much. I bet you that the fan atmosphere, as far as a host team goes of fans being represented, will probably be one of the best ever. Mm-hmm. Because Packer fans are pretty passionate. They are. But that's still not enough to justify going to it, unless you're eventually going to get to every single city that has an NFL franchise. That's probably what the end goal would be. So if you're doing that, then I guess why not knock it off early? Yeah, get it out of the way. Yep. (laughs) And at least the draft is in 
April. And yeah, not in the middle of Green the winter. Bay, I mean, yeah. April though in Green Bay is still going to be cold and probably snowy. Yeah, but not as not as bad as it would be if it was in December or something. The frozen tundra. Yeah, no, hard pass. So what you're saying is, Travis, the draft is 2025 in Green Bay. So wouldn't it be perfect if Green Bay had the worst record in 2024 and Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl in 2024 as a member of the Vikings? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know about the Vikings, but... He's following Brett Favre's career, Travis. I know. Whether you want it to or not, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, And finally, Texas Rangers may be getting their ace back on the mound soon. Right-hander Jacob deGrom threw a 32-pitch bullpen session on Monday as he continues to recover from elbow inflammation that has knocked him out of the lineup since late April. Rangers manager Bruce Bochy said that deGrom's session went, quote, really, really well, end quote, and told the media that the 34-year-old feels great. The two-time NL Cy Young Award winner has gone 2-0 with a 267 ERA in six starts this season. Hmm. Um, and looking over here on ESPN, let's see. The Broncos released kicker McManus after nine seasons. Um, the NFL tweaks the fair catch KO rule. So right, fair catch on NFL that. kickoffs to now be spotted at the 25-yard line. Yep, regardless of where it's fielded. Uh, the proposal is designed to counteract a recent increase in pop-up kickoffs that some teams use to pin the returning team deep in their own territory. So... Fair catches on the kickoffs, automatically the 25-yard line this season. Mm. So, And Austin Eckler is going to stay with the Chargers. Yep, I saw that. He's got $175 million reasons to stay around because of incentives added to his deal. Mm-hmm. So I guess, uh, well, money solves some issues. Yep. You want to trade? and He's no. still going to be a free agent at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, now all of a sudden... And now all of a sudden, $1.75 million, and I guess I'm sticking around for at least also, another season. Also, Travis, I love when athletes are super, super open and honest. And Trey Turner coming out and saying, I've sucked as part of the Phillies, is awesome. Yeah. I love his honesty. Yeah, that's uh, – I got more to say on that later. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'll have to stick around later. Oh, I will. I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> um, let's take a look at the uh, little bit of racing news that we uh, talked a little yeah. bit about the Indy 500 and qualifying well, and whatnot. Yes, before we get into that, Travis, um, Adam Driver is going to be the honorary starter for the Indy 500, the actor. So Naturally. Because he's going to be starring as Enzo Ferrari in a biopic of the Italian automobile magnet. So. There you go. And last name Driver. Yep. Why not? And Kylo Ren in the three most recent Star Wars films. I mean. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Um, But as you mentioned, uh, we talked yesterday about um, uh, Graham Rahal just missing out on the Indy 500. His emotion um, missed out by .007 miles per hour of the field. And now he was, uh, you know, just tore up about it. So then mm-hmm. yesterday we had an incident uh, in practice. It was our first crash all weekend, um, all, all month actually, that they've been in Indy um, as uh, Stefan Wilson uh, got hurt in a crash with uh, Catherine Legg in practice on Monday, and he ended up um, fracturing his back. Uh, 
Um, and, and it was a very, very hard crash and fractured his back. And because of that, he is not going to um, be in the race because of that. So instead, what do they do? Well, they put Graham Rahal back in there. Yeah, now, he's in. yes, he's going to replace Stefan Wilson um, in Wilson's car. So it's not going to be in the Graham Rahal, you know, Ray Hall, uh, I don't think it's Ray Hall Letterman anymore. It used to be. David Letterman had a uh, a share in the team. But mm. his dad's car, he's not going to be racing in his dad's car. He's going to race in the Dryer and Rembolt uh, entry uh, that Stefan Wilson was going to be in. So, um, well, I mean, maybe it's not in the, the ride that you were anticipating. but Well, yeah, and there's so many issues with this because Ray Hall was the team's first choice as the fill-in because of his past success and all that. Mm-hmm. But Ray Hall has spent his entire career in a Honda. This is a Chevy car. Um, Ray Hall also has a lot of sponsorship with United Rentals on his car. So they had to make some deals and, and stuff like that. And Ray Hall said, quote, I've spent my entire career in a Honda. I've never driven anything other than that. I wasn't sure we'd get the releases in place to make this happen. They really came together, the two manufacturers, to allow this to take place, to allow us to race Sunday and hopefully allow us to move his car to the front and have a really strong run. So... Um, yeah, that's, uh, he also, uh, Ray Hall commented and said with a smile, uh, someone asked him about his teammate, former teammate now, or at least for the weekend, former teammate, Jack Harvey, who knocked him out and he said, quote, Jack hasn't got rid of me yet. He said with a (laughs) smile. So obviously, uh, yeah, but, um, the, the driver, uh, Wilson remained hospitalized Tuesday undergoing testing and, uh, he's hurt emotionally, but, um, he's supporting what, uh, the team is doing to get uh, Ray Hall into the race. So, um, yeah, that's uh, well, it's uh, it's weird how it happened. You you feel bad for for Stefan Wilson, but um, I'm glad they were able to kind of cut through all of the um, red tape and, and all that. Uh, you know, the Honda cars and all that. Yeah, Chevy. and his dad actually said, uh, "Quote: When Dennis, who's one of the team owners for the." The Wilson car called. We went to work to make this happen. The most amazing thing is how all these different groups, out of respect for the sport and the Indy 500, agreed to agree and go forward, even though it may have been somewhat of a difficult decision. The fact that everyone pulled together to make this happen for Dennis and for Graham makes us all very thankful. Mm-hmm. So they worked out a compromise as far as sponsors go and everything like that. So, um, yeah, we'll have to see. Now, how fitting would it be if he wins the Indy 500 now? Yeah. Right? If he won, would he not be going, uh, Dad, um, I think we need to switch to Chevy's, (laughs) and I think I need to leave your team. Right. (laughs) Definitely should think about switching to uh, a different car. But here's another thing that just came in, Travis, while we were doing um, the show. Again, motorsports related. Mm -hmm. We have the ratings for the All-Star race Yeah. from Sunday. The return to North Wilkesboro. Yep. Everything like that. It got 1.28 rating, mm-hmm. which is 2.203 million viewers. All right, which sounds great. Mm-hmm. It's down from last year. Last year was a 1.38 and 2.481 million for that all-star race at Texas last year where Ryan Blaney took his window net down and then drive the, the two laps with his, holding his window net up as he drove. That mm-hmm. race got a higher rating than the return to North Wilkesboro. Mm-hmm which is not great. Plus we also found out yesterday that they did not completely sell out. There no were still, sellout. there were still weekend packages available 
Friday night for events all weekend long, and they did not end up selling those. So <sighs> that makes the possibility of going back seem like maybe not a great idea. Plus, you throw in the fact that the the race wasn't great. Right, yeah. I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, hmm. I mean, uh, this article that I was reading about, you know, the uh, Fox broadcast for the MLB All-Star Game uh, had 2.36 million uh, viewers. Um, and the NBA All-Star Game actually tied for its lowest rating this past February and its second smallest audience uh, as well. And uh, MLB's All-Star Game last year was not – you know, mm-hmm. this last one, but the year before that was the lowest rated and least watched ever. So, and the Pro Bowl, of course, hit a record low oh, yeah. Yeah. since 2007. So, it looks like it's uh, all-star games are down are all across the board. Are games? Are they... It certainly looks like it. Are they just not what they once were? Yeah. I guess it certainly sounds like it with the numbers and the ratings, people not watching them. Yeah. And I thought I saw the other day over the weekend that the NBA is considering going back to the East versus West format. I mean, I, that's as the well. best format. I don't like the whole team captain picking teams thing. Yeah. I think it it was cool yep. when it first started, yep. but now we're over it. We're over it and let's... uh. Let's just go back to that normal conference versus yep. conference format. Especially if that means we get special jerseys. Right. Well, yeah, they're definitely not going to be what they once were. Well. That's for sure. We can try, Travis. You can try. You can try. Hmm. Don't don't take away all my fun. No. I know. So I know. It's disappointing for the... Uh, NASCAR for the ratings, yep. bub. Yeah. Yep. All across the board, all star games are down. They're up. So all of them are. Maybe that, mm-hmm. there's that. Um. All right. So before we get to uh, Dinger Tuesday predictions, this day in sports history, what happened in this date? This day in sports back history. In years ago. Uh, on this day back in 2002, Sean Green Travis went six for six with four home runs. In a 16-3 Dodgers win at Miller Park, Green became the 14th player in MLB history with a four-homer game and the first to have six hits while doing it. Mm. Sean Green. I know, right? You think of home runs, you obviously you think of Sean nice Green. Nice name. Uh, and then on this day back in 2021, Trey Young had 32 points and 10 assists in the Hawks' 107-105 Game 1 win at Madison Square Garden over the Knicks. Young, who went back and forth with the MSG crowd throughout the game, hit the game-winning shot with .9 remaining, and he has fallen off a cliff since then. Yeah. I remember that. It was just two years ago, and it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's the moment where Trey Young became a superstar. And it's like, that's actually his peak. Yep, he was in Madison Square Garden and everything. He was in Stephen A's face, I think it was, or Stephen A was talking about it the next day, or yeah, he was talking about it the next day. Yep. He was probably in Spike Lee, his uh, his face. So and it was like, oh yeah, Trey Young, you're 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 the guy now, and it's like, no, actually, <laughs> no, no, he's not, not uh, not so much, not to be, but that's uh, your day in sports history. That's your this day. In uh, sports history. All right. So, uh, Dinger Tuesday, 
We got uh, to uh, predict who's going to hit a home run today. Hasn't been very successful Over. this year, but we're trying to turn it around and we're trying to find someone that's going to hit a homer. So, mm. who do you got? I don't have anybody right now. Who you got? All right, so I'll give you a little bit of time because I was talking about a trade Turner and uh, how you mentioned he said just flat out, I've sucked. Yeah. To his slow start. Uh, Trey Turner in the World Baseball Classic because no one was a more World Baseball Classic guy than me. Than you. Right here. Trey Turner, of course, he had an awesome WBC. Five homers, 11 RBIs in six games. There are 44 games this season. He has four home runs and, well, I guess 45 last night. Four home runs and 11 RBIs. So now he has that. Uh, he matches the RBI total there. So not so much yeah. this uh, season. But uh, he's the only guy that has uh, faced Ryan Nelson in his career He's against the Diamondbacks tonight, and uh, that's why I'm going to go Trey Turner to hit a home run tonight. Tying that uh, home run they hit in the WBC. Right, because the WCB was WBC was so good for everybody. Everybody. Cardinals. The more we go along, Travis, will you finally just agree with me? Trey Turner now stinks at the beginning of the just season. Just agree with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, WBC. Uh, maybe that was too much to be hyped yeah. about. Yeah, do it in November. Do it in December. Well, we don't want to compete with the NFL. Then maybe you shouldn't do it. Mm. I got uh, Alvarez for the Astros. Yeah. Yeah. No reason other than he's taken on the Brewers and Raya hasn't looked great. So, and they put up all those points last night, which means they're going to put up none tonight. So. It's usually all how those, this goes for me. All those points. All those points. All those things. All those points in baseball. Yes. Yes. Uh, even though you had two home runs last night. Yep. You're gonna go with them again. Keep it. Keep it hot, Travis. <laughs> keep it hot. And I'm sticking. You know, that's why I'm sticking away from the uh, Cardinals. I could go Gorman or Paul DeYoung, but I don't want to jinx them. So I want to keep. Don't want to jinx them. I'm gonna keep it going. So. Alrighty. You got I got Trey Turner and you got uh, Alvarez yep. for uh, the Astros. So we'll uh, see if uh, one of those two guys hits a home run, and naturally it'll be a home run. But in that game, but yeah, not it won't be any of those. Not those players. two guys. <laughs> yep. I mean, really, Philadelphia you could pick anybody uh, there against that uh, scrub pitcher. So it's still early in his career. He is. He's I don't know why I call him a scrub, pup, but I mean, he has a one one and two this season, five point four eight ERA, thirty two Ks, one point four eight WHIP. That's a great. Mm-hmm. So, all right, alrighty, that'll do it. Yep. All right, so uh, we are uh, gonna get on out of here for the uh, day. We'll be back to uh, recap. Recap those uh, dingers. Recap probably the entire Eastern Conference Finals and maybe a Finals matchup will be uh, set yep. after tonight. So we'll be talking about that tomorrow. And, of course, local sports to a recap as well. So 
Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. So until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Peace. Peace.